Hello, and welcome to the Happy You're Here podcast. In this show, we talk about tools, techniques, and ideas to help us live more fulfilling and connected lives. In this episode, we have Astara from Illuminating Hearts again. This time, she is going to be talking about a little bit different thing. Last time we had her on talking about her sound healing and, and, and what that looks like, which is a big part of obviously what Illuminating Hearts is. She's also a soul coach, uh, ordained minister through the universe, Universal Life Church and the first and only certified facilitator of the energy codes in Nebraska. Would you mind telling us a little bit about what the energy codes is? Absolutely. The Energy Codes was created by Dr. Sue Mortar, and she's a doctor in chiropractic medicine, and her father created the Mortar Institute way back in the day. Um, he was an interesting guy because he came up with this connection between bi biology and energy. He realized that the people that were healing were only healing because they dealt at the level of belief and, and emotion, and that he kind of created some interesting connections and created uh, this best practice, bioenergetic um, release practice that is about fostering people to make a connection between what I'm feeling and thinking is as much a part of what I'm feeling in my symptoms as a person dealing with whatever medical issue is coming up. So she grew up in that environment. She grew up without really any antibiotics and some of the typical Western medicine vaccine approaches that we take and everything she dealt with was dealt with at a level of energy. And mm. she had her own breakthrough and furthered her father's work when she had through meditation and some of her yoga practices, she had a insight and saw herself in this sort of culminated experience as a more divine aspect of who she was bigger than her body. And it was such a, a mind-blowing experience. She was in bed for about two weeks after that. And she thought, how do I take this experience and actually, first of all, survive it and capacitate it and then live live that way in my life, in my body, you know, moving through the world, being who she was. And so she took about the next 30 years to figure <laughs> that out. And the energy codes was her way of disseminating and synthesizing down all the different things that she thought you could do to kind of build the circuitry to hold more of what she calls your soulful self, your more expanded divine nature that we might have moments and glimpses of in our meditation practices. But how do we take that off the mat, off the meditation pillow, off the, you know, fill in the blank. So yeah. yoga, yoga is a wonderful tool. Meditation is a wonderful tool, but there are so many ways that we can get pragmatic with how do I in a daily way live my life that might bring more of the divine to my daily world. And because I have such a background in environmental architecture and sustainability and systems thinking, I'm already thinking that way as a person. So energy codes really drew me because she was synthesizing all these disciplines mm -hmm. together. And then I thought, okay, I really want to bring this to the world because it's working for me. But even before I met Dr. Sue Mortar, I was studying other wisdom traditions and seeing parallels. And so I'm going to, you know, with my own vantage point perception and lens on the world, I'm going to take this energy codes and make it available to people and add in a few more things. So when I teach it, it's, it's like an energy codes plus. <laughs> Yeah. And, and 
part of what you're doing with that is this Energy Codes Project Awakening course that is part online course, part online kind of community around those ideas and that lesson. And that is initially what we connected, reconnected again to talk about here. Um, So I'd love for you to kind of give us a little preview of of what that is at a high level uh, and what maybe, you know, what type of thing uh, might attract me to that? Right. I mean, what, who is this class for anyway? Yeah. (laughs) So, you know, it's kind of designed for anybody who desires to move beyond the mind to heal, to um, remove subconscious stress and access and develop resiliency and vitality. And what that means is we live in some pretty intense times and resiliency is that ability to withstand what's occurring and maybe even Mm. thrive inside of it. You know, that, that not only do we need resiliency in terms of buildings and hospitals and people dealing with a, a pandemic, but there's so many issues from social justice to watching Different folks in different climate change impacted environments. Um, how how you know people are responding to what's going on politically? Everything that's happening is kind of demanding us to be more resilient. And when we can build resiliency, we can find our way through. But also, how does it even benefit our own evolution? How do we come out the other side better? And so Mm. Project Awakening is about that. It's it's this, um, yes, pragmatic tools, but also it's got some really cool exercises that will help us dive into inner space, which I call the most important space program, to uh, learn all right. So they talk about emotional intelligence and resiliency and empathy and all these things I'm supposed to learn how to do and get more mindful. But what does that even mean? And so really anybody could take the course. Of course, it's going to be those people who are drawn to that kind of topic. But it's a course that really gives people tools to go inside. Um, There's this phrase that we call it living with one eye on the inside. So, you know, we we are externally focused in our society. And we think, okay, well, I'm going to meditate and get um, a little quieter and have a little more peace in my life. Well, the other layer of that is, especially in Vipassana meditation, where you're doing this body scan or you're, you're breathing from head to toe and giving yourself a focus point. That is a lot of what Energy Codes is about. It's about this building kind of the perceptive muscle to look within and say, when that thing happened in the outer world, where did I feel that in my body? What even happened inside of me? And how did I respond? And the more that we can create that compassionate observer through all these practices, the more that we're going to be resilient. So it's this nice back and forth between the inner and the outer. We also use a phrase that says coming back to subject. So, you know, I think all of us can explain a moment or two in our lives where we've been more externally focused to the extreme that we forgot about our own self-care or we forgot about even just simply to breathe. And so that's kind of what it's about. You know, energy codes is about being more self-referral than outer referral so that we can have intimacy so that we can connect in a healthy way so that we can come empowered into the world and handle what's before us um, with a little more grace. Mm. Yeah. I think it's really important too, that, you know, we can talk about these things all we want about, uh, you know, you should 
be like this or you can be like this and you can look inside and you can be more intuitive and you can, you know, be mindful of, of the way that your body's reacting to things. But having those actual tools and practices is something that is, you know, a recurring theme in my life, in this show uh, that I see outside of, of uh, there's so much that we want to do and we want to access and experiment with, but then to know how and to actually be able to implement and have some accountability too to, to those practices. Like, did I actually sit down and practice that? Did I actually check in? Like those things are, that's where that little bit of a, um, you know, community aspect with the, the course and, and the check-ins and stuff like that can be important. So what does that look like uh, on, on the side of the course where is it just a bunch of videos and I'm going to watch them and, and go through them or, or what does it actually look like to, to go through the course? That's a really good question. I, the course is designed so that every two weeks we do a check-in in a community way. And I come into a live zoom call that everybody that's on the course and signed up for gets the link. And if they can't attend, it'll get recorded. But the idea is that you get in, you kind of report, hey, this is working, this is not working, what the heck is this one aspect? I have so many questions, or I don't have any questions, I just started. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I've been busy, I haven't read any of the material, like what do you suggest I focus on or highlight, those kinds of things. Um, and in those community check-ins, and even the recording of it, people get a chance to kind of go, oh, I'm not the only one. And oh, that mm-hmm. question that person asked, I didn't even know was an issue. And that helped me so much hearing about what they're going through. So that yeah. kind of iterative, nonlinear feedback loop is sort of what the class is designed for every two weeks so that we come back into community. And then alongside of that, the cool thing about the platform that Um, I'm co-hosting this with Sacred Activism, and they have this fantastic digital platform through Pathright, and it's micro-learning. So it's these little small blips, you know, like three minutes of a video, and then, oh, I'm going to go do this guided meditation. Okay, I'm going to go do this little soul work exercise and report back. And the idea is that we get it bite-sized so it can spread across four months. And with the community check-ins in between, you can do this discussion board and there's going to be a chance to see what everybody's saying, respond to other people. I and those at the Sacred Activism Group are going to be interacting and then we can get kind of more connection with everybody in a positive, supportive environment. Yeah, I think that's so important and, and it's cool to see that aspect of it. I mean, there's a lot of learning that can be done, but having that kind of you know, that, that feedback is important. And also like everyone is kind of dying for some sense of community around ideas that they're interested in. Um, and especially kind of the edge of their experience, which something like this kind of brings you to. Um, so that's, that's an important part of it. Is there anything else that someone might, uh, want to know about kind of the details of it? Yeah. Yeah. The details of, of what the course actually looks like, but also, you know, what, what someone can expect to, to kind of come away from the course. What's really cool is I like to be audacious enough to say you can expect leaving this course more awakened and aware of your magnificence. So, you know, Mm. no big, no big whoop, but um, (laughs) inside of the course, there's 
eight modules plus an introduction. So it's kind of like nine, but then introduction just sits there that you can always go back to and refer to that kind of orients you to the course. But out of the eight modules, there's this one main quantum flip module that shifts the paradigm, defines everything, kind of talks about the terms and what we're heading into together and, and gets you oriented. And then the other seven modules have to do with the actual codes themselves, which are oriented to the energy centers going up the body that many of us in the Western world talk about is um, we use the, the Sanskrit term chakras, but it's generally speaking, just energy centers that are sort of in these, these collected centers in the body. And from the root to the crown are the seven codes. So interestingly enough, it's not like, well, I'm going to just focus on this for the rest of my life, or I'm going to focus. And, and mm -hmm. so the idea is that they all relate to each other. Each code kind of has benefits across the way and you can blend and connect things. But creating a hierarchy for our mind, because we're linear in our mind, we have this linearity in the way we understand and learn is great. And then it gives a structure for the four months and people will start to see the connection between everything and how each relates and builds on the other as we go along. So it is divided into these modules, but it, it really is by the end of the course, there is a unity that gets created in a way that kind of helps you merge with the most expanded aspects of who you are. And I really believe people will feel that by the end of the course. I would imagine so. So, you know, we're using terms like energy and stuff here. And I'm, I'm just curious, like, are there any prerequisites for like understanding of, of energy where that means like, is there, is this maybe more introductory than someone that feels like they have a pretty advanced understanding of, of what those things mean and mean to them? Or maybe if someone is just kind of curious about how that might apply and how that might be real. Like there's a whole spectrum there of, of people's relationship to those terms and those practices. Um, how, how does that fit in for that spectrum? Yes. It, the, and this class can meet people from the basic super beginner to some of the more advanced practitioners. Uh, and I've built it that way. So if somebody plugs in that knows a little more, they can get at that level. And those mm -hmm. that don't, it's accessible. It is in that early module, it orients people to the definitions. And we go through some of the quantum science. I have, I have a whole resources list and links and where things come from and articles. They can go as far down the rabbit hole as they <laughs> want to go. But if it's a lot and somebody just doesn't have the time, they can go, oh, I'll get back to that and go, what was what was that one thing she was talking about a fractal mm -hmm. or holograms or what? And if, if they want to explore the science behind it, they can saying everything is energy has become kind of the way we've, we've qualified it. I do believe as quantum science and quantum mechanics and as physics catches up with what the wisdom traditions have known for millennia, that there will be better words for it. Um, mm. We're getting closer when we talk about the quantum field, about the vacuum of space, um, but really space and time don't exist as we think of them. So, you know, without totally completely blowing people's minds, I would just say that <laughs> as um, my collaborator over at Sacred Activism, Vince Lindenmeyer, he says, this is like taking the red pill. <laughs> so mm. once, you know, to, to quote the matrix, it's the sense of once you go into a course like this, if you haven't done this work before, it will kind of shift your life and your perception. Um, it's like waking up to the matrix and realizing what's what. Yeah, in, in a very big way, it's like realizing what are the foundational pieces of how the universe and how existence works. Um, and some of that is 
I think when people hear wisdom traditions and stuff, some people are very into that and, and I think are very open to it, but then other people are, are a bit skeptical. And I think the interesting thing that's happening now in the modern times is that we're merging those two kind of worlds, the scientific and, and the mystical. Uh, and I think people that are hardline either side, hardline mystics and hardline scientifics are kind of looking at this and going like, this is these two paths should not cross. Um, but I think there's a lot of benefit and um, understanding that can come from uh, like allowing that Venn diagram to kind of meet itself in the middle. Yes, yes. And what's so great about this is if somebody's coming at this and they're not sure about the more esoteric aspects or even this version of science, because there's a lot of versions of science out there, then they could say, well, what I did get out of it was I learned these really cool pragmatic embodiment techniques because it is actual about specific things that we can do inside of our breath and our body that can help us. So it is more than the energy codes because I also dive into some shadow work in the class and really have people hold up a mirror to themselves to think about what are the things I might be hiding from myself. So it's also vulnerable work, but it's inside of community and it's really supported and I'll be there for the four months with everybody answering questions. And it's going to be a really exciting way to build a bridge, like you said, between those, the skeptic, the pragmatist, which I think are two very important archetypes in every human. I say yes to the both of yeah. those because I have them in me. Uh, you know, and in fact, one of the early things I say in the course is, even chakras, even the idea of seven chakras is not actually accurate in the truest sense of the word. It's not this age old thing that existed in these Sanskrit, you know, ancient mystical texts. They actually didn't have a number of chakras or any of that. So mm -hmm. our interpretation in the last 50 years has been to create the systems that we see before us but we get to question everything. And the idea is to take this class from that perspective and really be empowered and trust your intuition over all else. Yeah, I think that's the most powerful thing that has allowed me to open up a little bit more to these kind of things as someone who is inherently very, very skeptic um, has been the ability to experientially know something. Like that's what's powerful about Vipassana, for example, but also the energy codes is that it's not just saying here, believe this because I say it's true, which is so much um, of like Western, uh, older, older Western philosophy, I guess, and, and like religion and spirituality is this is true because we say it's true, where a lot of these sorts of traditions and science, both the kind of relatable thing is, is that it's like test this try it and see if it's true for you. And if it is true for you, here's another thing, test this. And, and it just kind of gives you the prompts and the practices to test it for yourself and see for yourself. And if you try it and you're like, that doesn't do anything for me. I don't, I don't feel anything. I don't experience anything from that. Then, you know, that is an experience in and of itself. Uh, <laughs> but it's pretty crazy once you start to like uh, know these things beyond just like the intellectual understanding of them. And that's what, what makes it powerful and also it, it's helpful to have people like you leading a, a course like this because you've had such a long time practicing and exposing yourself to those ideas yeah and that is actually kind of for me the theme this week i'm going to be sending out some information from uh what i do with illuminating hearts is i at our patreon site i do a weekly soul mirror and i get information out for like what's going on this week what might be a good thing to focus on and 
this week is really about full participation living. And that is what this course is about. It's about this idea that what the meditators have said for a long time, you know, when you sit and you get quiet enough and you slow down and you start to participate with life, like there really isn't anything that you're separate from and everything is available and there's way more possibility inside of that place. And it is experiential. You can't find it in a book. There's no book that will really help you participate fully in life. You have to set the book down and you yeah. have to take a deep breath and start to look and feel, or even if you close your eyes and sense, you can fully participate with what's happening in your body, or you can fully participate with the environment around you or both. And so mm -hmm. that's what this class is about, is about full participation living. And it's about this, this in such a way, it's audacious, because when a person does do that, they become critical thinkers, they, um, you can't pull the wool over their eyes, they become less naive, their skepticism and pragmatic, pragmatic nature leads them towards better experience and capacity, circuitry and resiliency. And you really can't go wrong. So the reason we don't, I think, do that is we have a lot of cultural viruses that lead us down the path of overworking, you know, scarcity thinking, no, fear, no. greed, <laughs> all that, all the all the normal ones we hear yeah. about and, and we experience every day. So to mm -hmm. participate fully, we're like, I don't have time for that. Like, what are you talking mm -hmm. about? I got I got stuff to do. I even felt it myself this morning with you know, the pre prep for the, the course this week coming up next Monday, it's like, oh my gosh, I have so much to do. Wait a minute. What, what is it that I teach? Yes. Okay. I get to practice. So, <laughs> it's so yeah, practicing. It's so funny that, you know, even as an experienced practicer or something, how often you can still forget. And the trick is just for getting better at remembering. That's like, oh yeah, <laughs> be present, be, be a participant, you know, rather than just allowing yourself to get thrown from thing to thing to thing to thing. Yeah, it's it's that feeling of turning a corner, I call it. You know, we've we've got a, a learning curve and it kind of goes up and up and up and up. And there's a point though where it sort of just peaks and then suddenly it's not like we don't have our triggers or we don't have our stuff or we don't have our mind that's spinning hamster wheel thoughts, monkey mind thoughts, whatever you want to call it. But suddenly they happen less, they last less time, there's a quicker noticing, and there's more tools at our disposal. So mm -hmm. they also stop running the driver's seat. So suddenly we have turned a corner. We're no longer just at this unconscious whim of this victim persona, and suddenly we're a creator of our lives and we're empowered and all right, yeah, this thing happened. Let's see, what do I want to do next? You know, what did I learn? And that just is a totally different way of approaching the world. And that's the root of what this course, Project Awakening, is about. It's about waking people up to, there's a new paradigm. You can you can change who's driving the seat, you know, who's in the driver's seat of your car. Yeah, I think that's amazing. And I, you know, I see such huge value in that, especially in like, I think there's a tendency to think like, well, I could find all this stuff out online. I could just read it in blog posts or whatever and watch videos. And, and some of that may be true, but also having it all in one place. This is like the benefit of, of a course, right? And I've thought this myself, like some people have asked me to create a course about this thing or that thing. And it, my initial response is like, why? Like all that information is available. But then they're like, yeah, but I don't, there's so much of it that I don't even know how to digest it. I, 
and I think, you know, we, we talked, we touched on why that, like the little check-in, the community check-in and stuff is important. And, but having someone that, you know, is a little more experienced, like lay it out and say like, here's, here's a path, here's a learning path is so important and valuable. If you're listening to this and you're interested, the, when is the start date and can I get in after the start date? And what is the sign up process and like pricing look like? Absolutely. We have a uh, Eventbrite link that is part of any landing page that you get on the event. And once you get there, you can pay for the course. When you've paid for the course and you're in the queue, so to speak, and in the list, um, we'll send you an event link a couple days before the event starts. If for some reason we have a few stragglers, because we are going to keep it open to register a couple of probably even just a couple hours before the first call on October 14th. So, you know, it, it gets released as a module on Monday for people to start listening and learning and participating, but we're not going to have a full on group call until the 14th. So that first couple of weeks, it'll still be available to sign in. And then after that, just to kind of honor the depth of this work and the intricacy of the, the commitment, we're going to cut the sign offs um, after October 14th. So there's still some time to sign up. I do recommend people to sign up sooner so that they can have some time to get oriented and read through stuff mm -hmm. and watch some videos and practice a few things and see what it feels like um that is that is uh yeah so next monday is when the course is officially being rolled out and people will be able to sign into the pathright system yeah do, do you anticipate that you'll have more kind of cohorts afterwards like let's say i'm watching this on october 15th and like darn it <laughs> i missed it uh or listening to it is there is it something that you plan on doing kind of in seasons or yeah, there's going to be more cohorts. We're going to also just have the class available without that full-on community benefit, but just mm. take it your own pace online at full price um, later, you know, in the new year when, when this cohort runs its course. And uh, we might even create one sooner if there's a demand for it. There's um, going to be a way that, you know, when people do private work for me, they're going to have an availability to that course and, and I can create a cohort for them. So there's lots of different ways that people can get in, but it will be available beyond this this run. Absolutely. And I'm sure we're going to create another one in the future because <laughs> it's a lot of it's a lot of information and it's it's a beautiful course. I, I took all my graphic design skills and my video production skills. And it's kind of, a, I have a pride and joy in it. So it's going to sit there and just be this gem that people can um, interact with as they need to. Oh, I'm excited to check it out. And I'm excited to be able to share this with people as well. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. And, you know, one of the neat things I know that COVID has impacted so many economically, it's impacted mm -hmm. us and sacred activism. Their goal is as a community organization and it's in the heart of what they do. They're an LLC, but they are here to support the community. And Reverend Cynthia Lindemeyer and her husband, Vincent, who started this um, sacred activism community, they are, ho they are hosting, I wouldn't be able to use this platform if it weren't for them, but our whole thing was, how do we make this accessible? Like we wanna honor the, the value of what it is. And we want to realize there's a lot of people who are impacted right now. So we have a scholarship mm -hmm. spot that people can purchase for others if they have the money and somebody doesn't. We've mm -hmm. already had one take advantage of that. So we have one scholarship receivee so, so far. And we also have, um, you know, 76% off of everything right now. So 
it's like, hey guys, we're giving this away at like basically $9 every two weeks for you to be a part of each module. So yeah, that's a pretty crazy affordable thing if you break it down that way. If, in the true price of things, it's like kind of like giving it away for free. But the way I look at it is this is what we're about. This is like how many people can we reach? How many people can we offer this up? So it's really it's um from our heart to everybody's. Yeah, I think that's wonderful. And I think that it's important too from an attendee standpoint is when you spend money on something, it uh, kind of encourages you to take it. it, it it's a... It's a accountability thing to your future self of like, hey, I spent money on this thing. I need to take it seriously. Otherwise, like when you just sign up for a bunch of free stuff, it kind of there's no real incentive to uh, to continue to dedicate yourself to it. And this kind of thing does take a little bit of dedication. It does. Uh, so I think that's an, an important aspect. It's a dense book, you know, for those that do read the book on their own. I've talked with folks who have sat through some of my lectures or gone to previous courses in person. And they said, you know, the book was great and I enjoyed it, but I've got so much more out of just an hour with you mm-hmm. than just sitting with the book. So that's the idea of this course is that we can help it come alive, unpack things, bring them into, you know, that commitment piece you talk about when you pay for something, you commit, you give your, you give more of you theoretically. <laughs> yeah. And also if someone has paid for your scholarship, then there's a little bit of, you know, uh, accountability there too, of like feeling like, oh man, someone, you know, put up the money for me to be part of this. So hopefully that kind of encourages you to actually show up and do the work. Yes. Yes. So it's, it's powerful. And we're, we're, um, we're really excited. You know, the sacred activism group has really motivated me also to look at with my environmental background and their background in social justice and what we bring together in terms of these disciplinary intentions is I've also Mm -hmm. geared the course of like, how do you become a better, more sacred activist? If that's a passion of yours, it's not an activism training course by any means in the traditional sense of it, but it is in the sense of how can we be better, more actualized, coherent activists, less reactive, less looking angrily out at the world going, Mm -hmm. yeah, there's a time for sacred anger and there's a place for it. And there's no rejection of that, but it's to say, how do you harness all that energy, (laughs) energy, um, to in service to the world in service to something bigger than yourself. And so the course is kind of geared towards how do we become better sacred activists? Well, we first have to find out what sacred's all about and we have to get Mm. in touch with how do we active this? <laughs> you know, what's my activism inside myself? Is there any? Do I have any internal activism at all? Yeah. You know? Wow. I, that's powerful. I um, have so many like thoughts on that, but I won't go into <laughs> all of them. Uh, I, but I think it's important. I think it's really important. I see as someone who's been involved myself in activism for a while and I've kind of stepped away from it for a while because I realized that a lot of my activity was was coming out of anger and i think you know you made a point that there is a certain version of anger that is useful because it is like there's some injustice happening and it's appropriate to be angry about it but what does that actual reaction look like and is it causing more harm than it is causing than it is helping and it's so easy to fall victim to that even people that are pretty mindful and pretty um aware and awake it's still easy to fall being completely consumed by the anger. Uh, and it's important to understand that relationship to it. And, you know, I'm always seeking ways to relate to that in a healthier, more productive way. That's great. And 
Um, there's some really great articles that we're going to have as a reference in there, but Ram Das talked about this and some of his that are on was on his staff and his uh, organization. It is this concept of we should not let go of that important anger. You know, Martin Luther King Jr. talked about where there's an lack of justice, there's a lack of love. And I think also in the energy codes, we talk about this idea that all emotions are created equal, that if you break down the word emotion, it's just energy and motion. So you can look to the body and say, what is it that's actually just ener what is energetically or physically or feeling like you could use lots of different words. What am what's going on when I feel that anger, frustration, confusion, overwhelm, sadness, grief, you pick your, your, yeah. your one. And then you start to realize what they're in service to. There's actually mm -hmm. a reason they exist and we shouldn't at all disregard them, but we don't have to tell stories about it. Uh, that's where our mind comes in. It's the storytelling yeah. machine. I love story and story is important, but there's a difference between storytelling to learn and storytelling to stay stuck. And so yeah. to create negative habits. So it's this idea of like, how do we train the mind to find the soul through the body? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> just well, small, so small concepts like that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So it's just, you know, just, yeah, very light subjects. Uh, <laughs> it's a very light course, just easy, easy listening, easy, easy learning. No, uh, I think that it's really important and I'm excited to participate in it. And I hope that some of the listeners do as well. The show notes below, whether you're listening, wherever you're listening or watching, you'll be able to find links to these, uh, to the actual course. I'll, I'll link directly to the landing page and I'll also link to Illuminating Hearts and uh, Sacred Activism. And is there anywhere else that people can connect with you? I know you have a Patreon if people want to follow there. Um, I think the main like center point right now is definitely that the course and the landing page for that. But yeah, I mean, they can, they can really find us. We have a contact page um, on the website that we see quickly and we'll get back with them. And we also have, you know, the Patreon site where people can subscribe for just cup, a cup of coffee and a cup of tea a month um, for $7 a month. You can have access to all our archives plus new stuff, which is sound alchemy, per month and soul mirror sessions and other fun things, podcasts and all sorts of fun stuff. But, you know, when we look at all of it, we're trying to bring some of that to the course. So it's not just, hey, here's the energy codes. We have guided meditations. We have sound alchemy inside of the course itself. So you can, through sound and through what we are guiding you through, do some actual activation of things inside of the course. So in a way, they'll get a taste for Patreon when they come to the course. Great. Thank you so much for, I mean, obviously creating this course and, and doing the type of work you're doing and coming on the show and sharing your your insight and wisdom. Oh, you're welcome. And thank you so much for having me. It is, I'm obviously very excited about what I do and it's a passion <laughs> of mine. So I'm here. If anybody wants to know more, just reach out. And I, I'm really glad that you're going to be able to join us. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you.